Okay, this morning I have visual aids that are going to help us because we are starting a new sermon series. Uh, We're starting a new sermon series and uh, it is called Margin and it has got to do with creating, finding, exploring margin in life. If uh, any of you are struggling with finding or having margin in life, raise your hands. Yeah, this is like a common thing. This is a pretty common thing for people to struggle with, to recognize in ourselves and in our life that margin is a precious commodity. And the reality is, as you and I go throughout our lives, we tend to struggle to find margin. And so we're going to talk about what margin is, how to find it over the next, uh, this week and the following three weeks. So that you have kind of a working definition with me. Margin... Margin has to do with the space before the limit. The space that you have that, 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 that is present before you exceed or hit maximum capacity, right? Margin is that space that you have that is flexible, that can move up and down before you overflow in life. I have a Prime example for you, we're going to specifically talk about how margin over the next three weeks fits into time. We can lack margin in our time, in money, even in morality. Margin is something that stretches into a host of areas in your life. And so margin has to do with that space before your limits. So here I have a glass of of ice here, and I'm going to fill it up with some water. And right now, it is fair to say that I have some. Very good. I've got margin here. i got about an inch of margin there before I hit the limitations of what this cup can hold. I've got about an inch there that I can add or subtract that I've got to play with before I am absolutely, utterly, at maximum capacity, hitting that point where I cannot go any farther. I'm at my limits. Now, if I were to fill this cup up to the limit, if I were to lessen my margin, anytime you lose or lessen margin... There are always, always, always some basic impact principles that happen. Let me show you. When you have less margin in life, your stress will go up. Let me give you a good example. Uh, I need a lot of margin when I get to the airport. Huh? Because otherwise my stress is like through the roof. You know what I'm talking about? I'm there. I'm the kind of guy that's there. Like my wife's like, well, you know, an hour, hour and a half before. I'm like three hours before. We got to be there. You never know, right? And because I got to get through security, I got to check my bag. Then I got to get through security, and then I got to, you know, something could go wrong there. I could get pulled aside. I could have the thing or get the pat down, and then I got to get to my gate, and the gate might be on that side of the. You know, I might be over here, and I got to get all the way. I need a lot of margin. And if, I, if, if I'm squeezed and I don't have a lot of margin, then it is without question that my stress goes up. Less margin, more stress. 
This happens when you're driving somewhere. This happens in scheduling. This happens in a host of areas in our life. The less margin you have, the more stress you experience. The principle of margin actually translates into relationships as well. Relationships are impacted by margin. If you have less margin in your relationship, your relationship, chances are, is going to suffer. There are going to be issues and problems when you don't have margin in your relationships. Let me give you an example out of my own life that happened earlier this week. I made a dumb comment two nights ago that slipped out of my mouth over dinner. I was sitting there with my wife, and as we were talking, something just slipped out, out of context. And and, and God is good because we do have margin in our relationship. She didn't fly off the handle. She didn't go bananas. She didn't go bonkers. I made a mistake. Some slipped out, out of context. But because we had relational margin, she was able to say, what did you mean by that? Oh, I'm so sorry. This is what I meant. Have you ever been with someone where you feel like you're walking on eggshells? You heard that phrase before? Like I'm walking on eggshells around that person? That's another way of saying that you have no relational Margin. When you're walking on eggshells every time you walk into the office, every time you come home, every time you show up to something. Relationships also need margin. Margin is so important because there are going to be circumstances and situations in your life that will come along that you will not be able to foresee. There will be bumps and bruises throughout life. And if you have no margin, you have no room for error. You can't mess up. You know who knows this better than anybody? Moms. Because at this time, they got to be at soccer practice. Then they have exactly 16 minutes to drive across town to pick up the other one from gymnastics. And then five minutes to stop at home, swing by, pick up some new juice boxes and dinner before they have to run back and pick up the other kid after soccer practice before the other kids got to come home and start doing homework because they were at a different practice or a different experience. And if you hit a train... If, if you get stuck at a long stoplight and you have no margin, the whole plan goes kaputski. There's, there's no room for error, for the unexpected, for problems. Here's the bottom line when it comes to margin. When you have less margin in life, there's a greater probability that you will have mess in life. That life will get messy when you have less flexible margin. The basic principle. Less mess, excuse me, less margin is going to lead to a bigger, greater mess of our lives. Now, this is particularly challenging because we live in a culture that looks at our lives, that looks at how full and packed our lives already are, and it says more. 
You need to buy more. You need to own more. You need to make more. You need to do more. You need to fit more in. And, and it pushes us closer and closer and closer to our maximum capacity. And soon, before we know it, we're living at our limits. We go day to day to day living at maximum, running at maximum speed, maximum capacity. Because culture, we are just inundated with this message that you need to do more, produce more, be more, own more, more. And typically, the things that we fill our lives up with, actually, in and of themselves, are great things. We have good and great things that we fill up our lives with. But when there's so many things and they take up our margin, there's less room for error. There's a greater probability of having a mess. Basic principle. When you live at your limits, it's dangerous. It ain't good for you. You know, I, I thought about having a coffee cup here and pouring coffee in there, but I didn't. You know why I didn't use hot coffee? If I were to pour hot coffee to the limits, is that a good move? Is that a smart move? No. I got a Keurig machine at home. I know I got to hit the middle button. I can't hit the far right button because that's the big button. There's, there's no margin in my coffee cup. And then I'm doing this. Oh, come on. You've all done it. You know what I'm talking about, right? It sits on the table. And you're like, hot, hot, hot. Right? Because you can't touch it because there's no margin. You can't pick it up. Because if you were to pick up that hot coffee and move it around the house, guaranteed you're going to make a mess. Living at your limits, living without margin in your life, living always anticipating a mess. Why, that's just dangerous. Why do we do that? Why would we do that? It is far better to have margin in our lives. Here's something you should know. Just, just, this is the reciprocal. There is less mess in life. There is less mess in life when we have more margin. That is a basic understanding and principle. There's less mess with more margin. Now, the hard part about this is, again, we have that culture that's always saying more, right? Trying to, trying to look it in our cup and say, you can fit a little bit more in there, right? You can fit a couple more things. I've got ice in here. Ice is good. You like ice in your drink? I don't mind ice in my drink. It's good stuff. Ice, it cools the drink down, and, and it's really good. And, but the problem is, if I put too much ice in there, I'm going to hit my limits, right? Then you're angry because your whole drink is like ice, and there's actually no Coca-Cola in there, you know? And if you think about it in terms of our culture, culture is looking at us, and it just doesn't say put a couple more ice cubes in there, fill it up with a little bit of soccer and a little bit of extra meetings at work and buy a little bit more and squeeze your dollar and 
get a little bit more. It doesn't just say more. It says, say it with me, more, more, more. It always says more, 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 more. You've got to be involved in more, produce more, and do more. If I were just to add a couple more ice cubes in this, I'd be at my limits. But culture doesn't, doesn't say just add a few ice cubes. It says more, more, more. Now, I was thinking of a way to try to visually show you what kind of world you live in. And the truth is, you and I live in a world that says more. You got to produce more. You got to make more. You got to earn more. You got to be more. You got more practices, more to do at work. You got to have more fun. You got to spend more. And before you know it, you have made one big mess. And we look at our lives and we're like, how did that happen? <laughs> Seriously, this is what we do. We make a mess of our lives. Because we succumb to the pressure that says you got to fill up your margin with more. You gotta do more, make more, be more. And then, then, worse, worse yet, once, once we've made a mess of our lives, we go to someone that we love and respect, someone we really cherish in life, <laughs> someone who means a lot to us, and we say, uh, Would you help me clean up my mess? And they say, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, this is what we do. Because we don't live with any margin. This is what we do. We live without margin in life. We don't have time or space. We don't have peaceful moments or tranquility in life. Because we succumb to the pressure and the culture that says more, more, more. You just do more, spend more, be more. It's, it's nuts. Now, if, if, you're, if you're a Christian... You experience this too. If you're a non-Christian, you experience this. But if you're a Christian, Jesus actually has something to say about this. Jesus knows that this is the kind of world that we live in. He knows that this is the pressure that you and I experience day to day. And if you spend time digging into the scriptures, you will begin to see that God is concerned about our lives lacking margin. You see, there's a basic principle and understanding that we... 
there is less mess when we have more margin. And God doesn't want mess for our lives. He instead wants us to focus and clarify and spend your time and your energy and create margin for the things and the people that matter most. Not to gunk up your life and your finances and your yatra with other stuff. But to take a moment to pause and focus your clarity on what matters most in life. That's why he created the Sabbath. Some of you have zero margin at work. You're working and working and working and you still can't work enough. God created the Sabbath. Why? Because he knew margin was important. Jesus himself talks about margin. Let me, take, let me take you into the Word. Let me take you into, we're going to do Luke chapter 10. If you've got a Bible, you got your app, you want to bring it out, otherwise it's on your, uh, uh, your sheet there. I'm going to read you a story from Luke chapter 10, verse 38. This is the story of two women, one of whom intentionally creates margin and space for God to show up and work in her life, one who takes the time and the energy and amidst the, the many distractions and things that could be pulling at her, says, no, I'm going to focus on what matters most. The other, the other lacks a little bit of margin. This is what it says, starting at verse 38. Listen to this. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed, her, welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Amidst the culture that you and I live in, Jesus shows up. And he says, look, lose the distractions. Give yourself a little bit of margin. Give yourself space and time to focus on the things that matter most. You see, there's need for only one thing. What I am doing in and through you. Jesus and, 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 and the Spirit and, and God, more often than not, we experience them tangibly and in most definitive, powerful ways in the margin of our lives. When we give room and space for Jesus to show up and speak. 
when we leave margin for God to work and act in our lives. What's amazing about this is the promise that when, when we do that, when we create margin, and when we make margin for the things that specifically matter most in life, Jesus says that will not be taken away from you. It will not be taken away from you. Just yesterday was, was Saturday for me, and as I was sitting at home, I had a whole list of things and chores to do. You guys got chores at home? I got a whole list of chores that I got to do. And uh, my wife was there, and we have a three-month-old at home. And I was looking and thinking, boy, I got to do that. I got to move that stuff downstairs. I got to pull that off the wall. I got to do this, that, right? And I only have this much time. I have this much margin. How am I going to use that? What am I going to do with that? And what's amazing is because I decided to create margin for the thing that mattered most, spending time with my wife and child, I've got a precious memory that happened last night. I've got I to gotta do bath time with my three-month-year-old. She peed on the little carpet thing we got underneath her. I'm holding her up. Oh, all right, we're doing it, you know, bath time. And she laughed. She giggled. She gets this little scrunched up face. She giggles and squeaks and pees. And I loved it. And that memory, that moment, that will not be taken away from me. Jesus Christ has promised the things that matter most in life the people, the relationships, the time and energy that you create for God to work and to move, that will last. And that will mean so much more than all the other stuff. I mean, I even got a moment last night where God used my child to preach and teach to me. As I'm holding there and I'm bathing her, I realize how much I'm like her and God is, is, is a father, a good, good father. And I got insight into how God bathes us and cleans us and cares for us. And he watches over us and he cleans up our mess. That insight, that moment with my child and hearing my wife and, and spending time together and then also having God show up in the middle of it and speak to me in a powerful way. Jesus promises when you make margin for the things that matter most and give space, it will not be taken from you. In a culture that says more, 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 Jesus definitively, purposefully enters in and he is extending the invitation to you this morning to live different, to live with margin, to stop the distractions and create margin for the things that matter most and not to use it up, but have it there for God to use and to work and to show up in. Because it all points back to this one principle. 
simply put, in life, there's less mess when we have more margin for the things that matter most in our lives. If you're a Christ follower, let me specifically talk to you for a moment. This is true for everybody, but specifically if you're, if you're a Christian, Christ definitively says the thing that matters most, the, the one thing that you truly need above all else, is me. Is me. Jesus says, uh, you need me and I am here for you. I have stepped close to you. I am showing up and working in your life. I love you. I care about you. And I need you to hear me when I say I'm here and I care. And when you get so distracted with all these other things, Martha, you don't have any time. You don't have any energy to sit down with me. But I'm showing up. Jesus says, I'm coming to your home and I am going to spend time with you. Please, please, please have the margin for me to work. And for me to speak. I invite you, Christian, non-Christian, all of us together, these next three weeks, we are going to explore specifically some, some areas where we tend to need margin in life. Areas that matter, things like our schedule, things like our finances, even morality itself in our decision-making. You need margin in your decision-making. We're going to explore those. But I already want you to begin thinking and praying and observing. What matters most in your life? And are you creating the margin where God can really work and speak into your life through the things that matter most? Let's close with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a God who is close to us, who cares. We thank you that you're a God who has stepped close and cares to a point where you would indeed help us clean up our mess. We confess to you that we have made a mess of life too often, too much. We fill our lives with all these stuff, all these things. And indeed, Lord, it it is so a reality of the culture we live in, a culture that says more, more, more. And then, worst yet, we depend upon people around us, people that we care about, to help clean up the mess for us and with us. Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us and renew us. Speak into our lives this morning and in this place that we might become intentional about finding making and discovering margin. Clarify for us the things that matter most in our lives. Give us the courage to say no, to stop the distractions, to peel back and create space for our family, for friendships, for a chance to witness and point people to you. We ask and pray, Lord, please, show up in the margin of our lives and use it for your glory and your kingdom. This we ask and this we pray in your precious and your holy name. Amen.